Hey, it's Heritage, and you're welcome to Music Monday here at the Poetry of Dust. I believe that music is a portal to the soul. I also believe that words have the power to speak life or death, even without an accompanying melody. I'll be your tour guide as we journey through the land of symphonies and lyrics, uncovering themes that will not only breathe life into you, but set you ablaze. Fasten your seatbelts and let's go. Does the clay say to the potter, what are you making? Does the work say, the potter has no hands? Isaiah 45 verse 9. How many times have you felt like the stage you were in was taking too long and you just wanted to skip to the end? How many times have you been so anxious about the future because the present didn't really seem to be getting any better? Or how often do you think that you are broken, so broken that you are beyond repair and you cannot see how something beautiful can come out of a shattered face? I know I've thought about this countless times. As a person who deals with anxiety, although now not as often, I found it really difficult to understand why so many things were happening. If they were happening to shape me, to equip me for my future, why was it taking so long for me to actually get the happy ending? I have struggled with so many things, imposter syndrome, body dysmorphia, depression, panic attacks, and fear of failure in my short two decades and counting on this earth. The fact that you can sit and listen to me right now is a testament to how God can really change a person. Only if you submit yourself and just stay still. You heard me. Stay still. Have you ever seen a blank canvas get up from its easel? Or a piece of clay arise from the wheel saying to the potter, I've been sitting here so long. I'm tired now. Oh, yeah, potter, hurry up. From the silence ensuing, I'm guessing no. Well, then why do we grumble and shift around? Why is it that we can trust someone, surgeons, mere mortals, with our lives, submitting our bodies for them to fix whatever is wrong with us, but we can't find the strength to just lay down and let God work? Psalm 139 verse 16 says, For you created me, you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. David knew, oh how he knew, that God does good and only good. Anything that comes from his hands is wonderful and only that. The only possible outcome is the spectacular. That's a fact. It's like pastry from your favorite bakery or that outfit from your go-to tailor. Do you know it takes an actual level of trust for you to stay still, to take the time out for your tailor to take your measurements, and then even more trust that your tailor will deliver? Do you know why it's so easy for you to do these things? Because the tailor is tried and tested. You've tasted of their handiwork and you have judged it good. So that's why you keep going back. 
That's why you keep spending your hard-earned money on those crazily expensive outfits. You know they will last and you know they will turn heads. You believe they are worthy of your time and trust. Can you see where I'm going with this? For a lot of us, it's difficult for us to trust God enough for him to do his work in us, for him to finish what he has started. It isn't easy because our flesh constantly fights against the idea that there could be an all-powerful, only wise, yet loving God who is eternally dedicated to making sure that his plans for you are not only fulfilled, but perfected. God wrote out your story the moment you were conceived. Something so breathtaking that it would blow what anyone else could do out of the water. But God is not going to work on you without your permission. He's not going to force you to lay down there while he reshapes broken bones and fashions a new heart of flesh from the one that the world has turned into stone. He gave us a choice for a reason. For some of us though, we have no trouble submitting. We're saying, God, you can have this part of me, but do what you will. However, when it comes to this other part, why don't we do it like this? Our own issue is that we keep giving him our input, wanting to have a say in what the finished work looks like at the end of the day. We're saying, God, you can bend this part of me, but not so far back. Uh-uh, God, this place is looking too white now. Add some color. I think green will look really good here. God, this place is too tight. He talk. Loosen it up a bit. It says in Romans 9 verse 21, Or are you denying the right of the potter to make out of clay whatever he wants? Doesn't the potter have the right to make from the same lump of clay an elegant vase or an ordinary pot? God is not afraid of your questions or your reservations, but it takes a truly yielded heart to let him do what he wants and trust that it is for good. He wants all of you. He wants you to take the plunge fully, not partially, but fully. It's a huge ask, isn't it? It requires a lot of commitment. For one more person, their problem might not even be any of the ones I've mentioned before. You're thinking, okay, God, you want me to submit? I submit. But is anything special really going to come out of this? You're trusting him with your life. But at the back of your mind, you don't think it's something you'd be happy about. You don't think it's something that would blow your mind away, even though you've seen him do the same for others. You just don't think it's going to happen in your case. Doubt. One of the believer's biggest weaknesses. We were made from dust. And sometimes we can get stuck staring, being fixated at the rawness of its natural state. But let me remind you of something. Dust has limitless potential. It can become anything. God formed mankind and even the animals from the ground. The moment he breathed his spirit, his life into man, we not only came to life, but were given authority and capacity to dominate the earth. Jesus, during his ministry on earth, spat into dust and made mud with which he healed the eyes of a man who was born blind. Mud. Jesus did a spiritual eye transplant for someone with mud. Now, if he could do something so mighty with something so seemingly insignificant, why do you think your case would be any different? God makes all things work together for our future and for our good. 
It can be hard to constantly be reminded of our potential, of being canvas and clay. But like the great Pat Barrett says in his song, God is artist and potter. He knows the end from the beginning. He already has a vision in mind before even starting. What may seem like constant failures and losses, he turns around into something that will strike the entire world with awe. God is not finished with you. So why are you finished with you? Your story is yet to be completed. Your masterpiece is not fully made. Don't let comparison with what the world portrays as special distract you from the amazing treasure lying in wait for you to give the potter control so that he can fully bring it into expression. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Did you hear that? It's not from you, but from him. Only he has the expertise to bring something beautiful out of dust, to make beautiful poetry out of tragedy. Jeremiah 18 verse 4 says that only the potter can reform clay that was marred into something else as it seems best to him. He made you. He knows you. What you're capable of. What you're best at. Your imperfections. Your flaws. They're just stepping stones for you to become who you were always meant to be. So what am I saying? It's a new day. For you to commit to the work of becoming, not just a better version of yourself, but the person who God destined for you to be even before time began. You're wonderfully made and still you're being wonderfully remade, reborn and refashioned into something glorious. Every time you yield, the old you dies and a new and improved miracle is born. You, my love, were built to last. It says in Isaiah 30 verse 18, But God's not finished. He's waiting around to be gracious to you. He's gathering strength to show mercy to you. God takes the time to do everything right. Everything. Those who wait around for him are the lucky ones. Wait for him. I know I will. Because good things take time. And the world deserves good things. You, beloved, are a good thing. You're just unfinished. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to check out our carefully curated playlist so that the seeds that have been sown will grow and blossom all week long. Kindly follow us on Twitter at Poetry of Dust Pod and on Instagram at Poetry of Dust Podcast. You can leave a comment or three. It would be such an amazing way to show your support. Thank you once again and see you next week.